Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. Today, our featured guest is Aaron Honer, and Aaron is a social media influencer. He's a young millennial. He's only age 20. He's a 20-year-old guy who's coming on to speak to us today on Broken Catholic about his own brokenness, about his faith journey, what God has done in his life, and the calling that God has put on his life. He's found his purpose. He's standing in his purpose, and it's not what you think. It's a powerful message. If you are a man listening to this show right now, this podcast, this show, this message from Aaron is for you. Aaron's also the author of The Self-Pleasure Paradox. He's got a YouTube following of, what is it? Oh my gosh, it is 195,000 following followers, right? So you got 195,000 people following a 20-year-old young man I want to know why. I want to know why they're following. So his YouTube channel is called How To's by Bros. And it's videos by Aaron and his bros about how to do stuff, how to do anything, learn stuff. And it's for young guys as most of his audience. But that's not what we're here to talk about. That's just kind of a little backstory. So Aaron, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro. I know you said you were homeschooled. Kind of go from there, buddy. Thank you, Joseph. So yeah, I, uh, I actually went on a, uh, I'm a missionary. So I went on a missions trip to Spain and Morocco, which was amazing. That was incredible. So yeah. That's cool, man. Why'd you, what happened there? Like really so, briefly, like yeah, what was the so, number one thing? So uh, the number one thing was I got to disciple this guy that is doing missions all around the world. Now he used to be Muslim. He changed his name from Mohammed to Aaron and now he's doing ministry all over the world. So I'm super pumped, super thankful to be a part of his life. And we still talk uh, every like once in a while and stuff. So that is awesome. Like right out the gate, broken Catholic nation. Here's a 20 year old who is discipling a Muslim to convert to Christianity to change his name to Aaron. Like that's like huge. What does Jesus say? You will know them by their fruits, right? That is fruit. So I just want to like lift you up there, buddy, Aaron. Um, all right. So let's get into this. Here's why I invited Aaron to be a guest on this show. So Aaron uh, followed me on my Instagram account at uh, Real Joseph Warren, right, on Instagram. And he commented on some little post I did. And he was like, great job, keep up the good content, something like that. And I was like, who's this young guy, right? So I went to his Instagram and I kind of saw what Aaron was up to. And immediately what caught my eye was this, was 30daynopawnchallenge.com, which is Aaron's website. Right? And he's challenging young men and you, if you're older than, than 20 years old, to give up porn, right? And it's a 30-day no porn challenge. So that like intrigued me. Like here's a 20-year-old, not just into porn, but who has broken free from it and now is coaching and teaching other men how to break free from porn. Like that's powerful. That is not ordinary. God is doing something in this young man's life. That's why he's on the show. And 
I know you as a listener to Broken Catholic Nation, if you are a man, you're human and you struggle with porn, period and period, unless you're an exception and an outlier, and I get it, there's a few of you out there, I have one or two buddies, they don't struggle with porn at all, got it, cool, but I want you to know that 90 something percent of you do, you struggle with porn, so we're going to talk about that, but first, before we get into it, Aaron, I like to start really big with a big, broad question. Why do you think that the world isn't working right now? So it's a good question. I think, honestly, I think it's a lot to do with love. Like I feel like the world is lacking love and the true love, agape love that God, the unconditional love. And I feel like it's just so rare to see that like, you know, a man love his wife, like Christ loved the church and all that. And so and Why do you think, think that's missing so much right now in the world more than maybe your, your mom and dad's generation? Um, I would say I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. Um, but I, I definitely think, you know, pornography has something to do with it. And like, uh, you know, a lot of in the internet, like it disconnects us from, from each other and feeling connected with each other. I feel like, all right, so I got to, you know, put this out there. You use the internet. You're a social media influencer, right? You got all these people following you and everything. And yet at the same time, you're like, well, you know, it also disconnects people as well. So how do you wrestle with that? Yeah, I actually have been wrestling with that. And um, I think it's, uh, it's just important to ha- at least have like, uh, have you know, a social circle that you can like, that you connect with outside of like social media, not just like on social media. And like, cause, um, like it causes so much like loneliness when you, when, when I go like a day with like shooting videos, YouTube videos, and I'm just like, I, I sometimes feel lonely and I feel disconnected, but then I have to regroup and go see a brother and connect with him and really, you know, you know, just read with him or worship or whatever. That's powerful. BC Nation, Aaron, age 20, is dropping some wisdom bombs right out the gate. You know, so many times we are on social media and we wrestle with this and, and, you know, how much social media should I do in a day? You know, maybe it's taking hold of your life, right? I know for me, it's done that a few times where I'll spend like three, four, five hours of my day sometimes on social media and it leaves me feeling empty and alone, like Aaron's saying. And it makes me feel more disconnected than connected to all those people that I was just connecting with on social media. So Aaron, I think, has a really good practical everyday solution for you right there. Is as soon as you start to sense that feeling of like, ooh, I'm kind of feeling disconnected or lonely while you're on social media, shut it down and go connect with someone face-to-face, someone in your life who loves you, who cares about you, and connect with them, pray with them, do something, talk with them, have a real conversation. So there's nothing wrong with the social media. Just balance it with real-life human interaction. That's cool. All right, so Aaron, let's get back. I'd like to go into your backstory um, for some context. How did you first experience God in your life? And what I mean by that, I mean not just like you're raised with God, like knowing about God, but like you actually experienced him in a real, like tangible way, like almost as real as you and I talking right now. What, what are your um, top three strategies or top three actions that you took to go from knowing of God to experiencing him in your life? Yeah, so I, I first experienced him uh, at a Young Life camp. I asked a a, uh, a leader at the Young Life camp, I was like, does reading the Bible really like cha- do anything for you? And then he's like, yeah, it's changed my life. And I didn't believe him, but I started reading the Bible and it changed my life. It changed my way of thinking. It renewed my mind and it just helped me so much. Like I used to be um, super like insecure about uh, my size and just everything. And I... I started reading the Bible and it, it renewed my mind and it helped me think more positive thoughts and all that. So, and then, uh, another ex- experience I had is 
I, uh, during my missions trip, I was experienced, uh, I experienced like radical worship, like just worshiping God and just like, you know, singing your own song and just letting the Holy spirit take lead. And I felt the Holy spirit's presence for the first time in like a real way. And that was just amazing. Like, and I, I know how to describe what that was like for you. Yeah. It was like chill. Like it was like my whole body got chills and I was like, I felt like so joyful. Like I wanted to just jump up and down. Like a lot of people experience the Holy spirit in different ways. I feel like, and my way of feeling it is just like, I get chills and then I just want to jump up and down and just feel so much joy in my heart, you know? Wow. So you come back from the mission trip, you experience the Holy spirit in your, your life for the first time in your heart, in your physical body to the point where you you're energized, you're excited, you're joyful. You want to jump up and down and then you come back to the real world. What happened next? So yeah, after that, it was a tough transition because you're used to, I was used to having so many people around me that like, you know, that were like-minded and all that. And, and it was coming back. It was just like, it was a struggle at first. So I'm going to be real, but uh, God was with me and I, I did my, you know, time with Jesus every morning. I spent time with him and sought him in the morning. And that was what keep, kept me joyful. That was, was what kept me like, you know, and it wasn't like I was joyful every day. Like I had bad days and stuff and, uh, and I still do, but, um, I know what to do about it. I can go and be, and thank God for the day and I can seek Jesus and just, you know, go out in nature and enjoy his presence. All right. So run me through your morning routine or ritual when you say you go and spend time with Jesus every day. Yeah. So I, I, as soon as I get up, I used to check my phone. Now I just go right to the Bible and then I, I'll, I'll just read like read either a verse or a chapter. I'll meditate on a verse or just read a chapter. And then I'll read that, you know, think about it, meditate on it, try to, uh, and then I'll, I'll pray and I'll just take a walk and just thank God for his creation and just everything. And that gets me in the right mindset. And it really gets like, if I don't, if I forget to do that, I feel like I feel a a huge difference in my life. Like I feel down more down than, than uh, if I don't do it. So it brings me a lot of joy. And so I just read the Bible and then pray and thank God and just connect with him and listen to him. Listen, I know this may occur as not a big deal for you or very simple or maybe everyone's doing it. I want you to know not everyone's doing this. And it is simple, right? And it's a big deal, right? What I'm hearing you say is that this is a game changer for your life. Like when you're not practicing this muscle of spending time with Jesus every single day in his word, you literally feel a difference in your life. Talk to us about what that feels like when you neglect it or when you forget to do it. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe there was a time when you went like a few days without that or a few weeks. Um, bring me to that, that place when that happened. Tell me that story and what that was like for you. Yeah. So, um, I really, I make it, um, I don't make it like legalistic thing. Like I have to do it every morning, but I, I want to do it. So it's like every, uh, when I, uh, when I go without it, I just feel like I, I feel, I feel like I compare myself to others a lot. And I just like, I, I look uh, horizontally at my life. Like I look at other people and I'm like, you know, I, I just think of, you know, the world and I'm just like, I don't think like above that. And uh, when I think, when I think vertically, it just brings me so much joy. And then when I think like horizontally, like comparing myself to others and just like, you know, jealousy or just anything like that. I, I feel like I feel down. It just brings me down. And I, I feel like disconnected, like I said, and um, yeah. 
Man, that's powerful, powerful wisdom, BC Nation, right there. I often say this in my own life. I do the 40-day holy hour challenge, right? And that's where I challenge uh, people to quiet their mind and spend 60 minutes a day every morning with their creator in silence, right? So, Aaron, you and I are saying very similar things here, right? And I talk about people like, well, what's the benefit of me doing that? Well, I say, as a Christian, you get three benefits when you do your holy hour every single morning. The first benefit you get is that you get powered up, right? Because you get your identity as son of God, the father, right? And then number two, you get shielded up, right? Protection against the enemy and the attacks and the noise of the world and evil and porn and all these temptations. And then number three, you're looking up rather than horizontal. Mm, exactly yeah. what Aaron's saying, BC Nation. If you're starting your day out looking horizontally instead of vertically looking up at your creator, you're like dead in the water before you even start the day. Like you don't know it yet, but you've already lost the day. You've lost the battle for that day. The enemy is going to have a field day with you by just throwing temptations at you because you're not powered up or shielded up. And you're not looking up. Aaron, what shows up for you in that? Exactly. Yeah. That's super, super powerful. And like, I definitely like, like, I definitely notice a difference uh, when I, when I like, I'll, I'll get more tempted to look at stuff and look at pornography or like look at uh, social media. I'll get more tempted to do those things when I don't spend the time with Jesus and, it's so right. It's so true. It's, it's what you're saying. It's so true. Man, this is powerful. All right. Tell me about your mistakes. What mistakes did you make in really um, getting to the point where you started to build this habit of spending time with the Lord? You experienced God for the first time in your life. You experienced the Holy Spirit to the point of like it took over your physical body, right? You felt love and joy and peace, which is what God promises, right? What mistakes did you make from then to now yeah so from then to now it's i i made a lot it's like one of them is like like have a set like have a set time where you're where you're going and reading and you know seeking jesus don't like don't make it like one one once at night and then one in the morning like preferably in the morning i think is best but like have a set time, like get up, you know, six o'clock and this, this is when I spend time with Jesus and just block it out. Like one of the things was like, I wasn't consistent with it. I would just do it like three days a week. And then, you know, but now it's like consistent. So that's one of mistake I made. Mm. And another mistake is not listening to him. And I still make this mistake is I'll, I'll thank him for everything and I'll ask him for things and I'll read, but I won't, like sit and just listen to him and just see what he has and truly like hear his voice. Wow. That's powerful. I am so glad you went there, Aaron. This is exactly why I created the 40 day holy hour challenge. It teaches you how to quiet your mind after you have the Bible verse and to just sit and listen for 60 minutes. That sounds like a long time. It really does. However, once you start to build the muscle, Like the time just flies, bro. And it's so powerful because what you're saying right now and BC Nation really get what Aaron's saying. And I know you wrestle with this too, is that most of us were taught to pray a certain way. And this is how we were taught to pray by showing up and speaking to God and saying, God, I need help. God, here's what I need. God, please bless me in this area. God, please bless this person. Please help this person. And then we finish our prayer and then we say, thanks, God. Hope, I hope you do it. And, and I'll speak with you again soon or later. And we don't, like we stop at this one-sided conversation. Imagine, Aaron, if, for instance, uh, every time you went to speak, I would cut you off. And I wouldn't let you talk because I wanted to hear the sound of my own voice. (laughs) How would that occur to you? That would not go over well. And 
I would be frustrated and it wouldn't be a relationship. It would just be one-sided. It would, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. And I would occur very narcissistic, right? Very all about me. Right. And, and unfortunately, and, and you didn't know this, I didn't know this back in the day and, and BC nation, you probably don't know this, but this is exactly how you're showing up in your relationship with God. This is what your prayer life looks like. It's this one-sided conversation. And every time God tries to say something to you, you're not listening. You start talking over him and you won't shut your mouth. And we show up in prayer, yap, 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 yap. And then we finish the prayer. And it's a one-sided relationship. And you can imagine what that's like for God. You're his precious son. You're his precious daughter. And he's trying so hard to give you the answers and solutions to the problems that you're presenting to him. But you won't quiet your mind and listen. And I get it. And it's not your fault. You just didn't know. You didn't know how to do it. And I, I could tell you this. There is a discipline that I learned because I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think God still speaks to his people. I know he listens. Like Aaron, that's what you're saying. Like, you know, God loves you and you know, he listens to your prayers. But did you know that he also has something to tell you about you, about your life, about him, about his plans for your life? And he's seeking to give that to you. And I can tell you, I've done this firsthand and I'm going off on a rant because this is a game changer for your life. If you listen right now, BC Nation, learn this discipline and it will change everything in your life. Aaron, you remember you said earlier, you had those burning questions in your childhood of like, why am I here? What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. Right. And you were like wrestling with that. Like, what's my life about? Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And that's what everybody wrestles with. What if you could get answers from the one who made you? Like, what would that be worth to you? That would be, it would be amazing. Like, It'd be a game changer, dude. Yeah. Like game, game over, you win. And now it's just a matter of courageously stepping into what God gave you. Like if God said, here's the road I want you to go. Here's why I designed you with this. You mentioned earlier, Aaron, that you, know, you were insecure about your stature or size, I think is the word you use. What if God, that's part of God's plan for you, right? What if that? What if that was actually a superpower rather than a weakness? Wouldn't you want to know that? Like, boom, right there. All right, I'm going to stop yeah. talking and going off on my rant. But BC Nation, I really want you to get, Aaron just brought this up. This is powerful stuff. He's still wrestling with hearing from God. He's showing up and he's, he's learning. He's been doing the praying and it's working for him. But now he can learn to hear. So can you, Aaron, what shows up for you in what I just shared? Yeah, so I, I love, like, I really, um, I'm going through this book called Translating God. And it's, uh, it's about like hearing God's voice. And yeah, it's so natural to just speak to speak uh, to what we want, like you were saying, and, uh, and just not give him time to speak, but it's so important. And when I do it, I, I really like it he does speak like you guys, he really does speak. You just get given the time and he, he does. Aaron, do you have a sense of the calling that God's put on your life yet? Yes. What is it? So, so the, am I, okay. So I, my passion uh, that God's given me one passion of mine is to help people find their purpose and know why they're here. Um, because I feel like 90% of people just wake up and just, you know, go to work and, and don't really know why they're here. Like they, and then come home and then just like watch TV or something. There's nothing wrong with that, but it, you gotta know why you're here and have a vision for your life and wake up with a plan and be like, you know, with a purpose, you know, so helping people find their purpose, that is one thing I'm really passionate about that I, that I feel like God's put place a calling on my life. And what's the, what's the second thing? The second one is to help people overcome pornography and like, 
like really because pornography kills love porn kills love and it it steals joy it it's it like and it caught it, it, there's so many things it leads to it leads to like loneliness it leads to like social anxiety there's so many studies on it you know and uh you know porn induced erectile dysfunction so many different things and i'm really depression like so many different things that it had it had a hold in my life like it it depressed me it made me like lazier it made me um just unhappy and it felt like my life was meaningless like i said before and uh, and i i really have a passion for helping people overcome pornography and for those reasons and because it had a hole in, hold in my life and i want to help people get out of that because i know 90 percent of people of guys that struggle with it aaron i really am hearing your heart right now like i'm hearing what god has put on you and it's powerful and i could say this that i believe behind our greatest fear behind our greatest weakness behind our greatest brokenness that's where God's calling is for our life because our power or God's power comes through our brokenness. Amen. Right? And then the reason why is so that we don't take the, the freaking credit, right? For when things yeah. turn out well, like literally God is glorified because we're such a broken mess. Like nobody would believe we accomplished all the great things we did because we're so broken. And I think that's why God chooses broken people like you and I, and UBC Nation to work through. So whenever you don't feel worthy or you feel unworthy for the calling God's putting on your life, know that that unworthiness is the exact reason why God chose you. It's the cracks. He wants the brokenness because he can work through the brokenness to help others. Yeah. What shows up there for you, buddy? Yeah, that's super. That's like, that's a good reminder because uh, like I've been like, struggling with like with because i've been um it's, your purpose comes from your, from your pain right and like i kind of feel like that lines up a little bit and i i was kind of struggling with like you know um is that true like does your purpose come from your pain and i feel like that's exactly what you're saying is you know through your struggle through your the broken parts of your life that's where god's going to shine the most and that's you know so. Yeah, because you're not in the way. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're a broken mess in that area. Mm -hmm. So God shows up in you, right? People, what people see in you that they're attracted to is not you. It's God within you. It's exactly. his light coming through, right? And that's what God wants. So super powerful. Thanks for going there with us. All right, let's talk about the porn stuff, dude. Because this is a powerful, powerful subject. BC Nation, listen up. Take some notes here. This is important stuff. So... Aaron, you spoke about some of the, the research out there about what porn does to a man. Men, listen up, erectile dysfunction. Like, if you want to perform well for your wife in your marriage later on, porn is actually causing the opposite result. It's literally going to make you impotent. And there is a ton of research and studies out there that prove this. And the numbers don't lie. The facts don't lie. I don't care what you think about it. This is what's real. The other thing Aaron spoke about is loneliness. Why? Because you're disconnected from the entire world. And, and you're like worshiping, a, you know, a female figure on the screen of your laptop. That's why you're disconnecting. Of course, you're going to feel lonelier. And if you're married and wrestling with porn, listen, we get it. Like Aaron and I are speaking right to you right now. It's not your fault. However, if you do nothing about it, that's on you. Like you're responsible for this. So Aaron, I really, I don't want to just speak um, very superficial up here. I really want to get down into the mud. Specifically, what we're... Like, paint me the picture of how um, bad your life got at your worst moments of addiction. And then we'll talk about what God did with that. Yeah. So at my worst moments of addiction, it was, so I, the main, one of the worst things about it is you're keeping secrets and it causes a lot of shame. Like, and uh, 
And so at my worst moments, I, I felt like so alone because like I didn't share it with anybody. And uh, I felt like I was the only one struggling. And maybe you feel like that too, um, is you're the only one struggling. But as soon as you open up, you realize that people, um, people struggle with it. But anyways, yeah, like I felt so alone. Like that, I felt like I was the only one. And I also felt so much shame, like, like, oh, God doesn't like, will I even get into heaven because like I'm willfully sinning against God? I felt so much uh, fear in my heart from like, because I was just willfully sinning against him. And, um, and I felt shame and I felt fear and I felt alone. And so it was, mm. yeah. Man, I really get that. You know, the shame, the guilt, the hiding, right? If you're married, you're hiding it from your wife. If you're, you know, uh, single and you have a girlfriend, you're hiding it from your girlfriend. You're hiding it from your friends. Uh, Aaron's saying, man, like he felt alone, right? He felt the shame. He felt the guilt. Maybe you feel the same things. Maybe you feel like God can't love you because of how much you're messing up right now. Maybe you feel like you're not going to get into heaven because you don't see a way out. All right. So Aaron, I really get that you know, where you were at. And it's just in your own bubble, like in your own prison, really. Um, and the enemy is the jailer, right? He locks you in it, man, and has a field day with it. Um, at your worst moment, how many, uh, how much time were you putting into porn per week, per month, per day? Um, yeah, per month, it was probably, uh, it was probably like, twice a day so probably like um like 30 40 minutes a day like um and so yeah so like at points it was twice a day at the worst points yeah got it all right so that's that's 30 minutes a day right so times 30 right that's 15 hours a month like really just sit with that bc nation what's your number Right, Aaron sharing his 15 hours a month just straight like porn and feeling alone and shame. Like that sucks, man. That really sucks. So, Aaron, I want you to um, take us out of that and share with us the three or four top three tips or strategies that you used to get out of that prison of porn addiction and into this place of feeling God's peace, his love, his joy in your heart again? Yeah. So one of the biggest things is telling somebody about it, letting somebody know that you're struggling and not only that, but continually letting them know, because like I said, I still have temptation and I still relapse. Like I still fall. I'm not perfect, but I, um, I have found like freedom and, um, and so the number one tip I can give you is, is to let somebody know you're struggling and continually let them know, like get an accountability partner and let them know like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'm tempted to watch pornography. Um, you know, what, what should I do? And, and they'll, so that's the first tip is to, to, you know, share it with the accountability partner. The next tip is like, so like keep an accountability partner, like stay accountable to somebody and don't, don't just let them know one time and then, uh, and then just like leave it at that. Let it keep, keep sharing with it because that's where a lot of people go wrong is they'll share it once too. And then they'll be like, they'll, they'll be like embarrassed to share it again because it's a continual issue. Like, it's not like it's going to be solved just like that. Like it wasn't just one day where I was like, boom, you know, that it's done. But uh, so keep sharing it with that accountability partner. And then um, another tip is to replace the habit, like replace the habit with like working out or with something you're passionate about. And that's going to be key for, for overcoming it because when you, when you replace it, you're not it, a lot of people go back to it if they, um, 
it, they'll, they'll go back to it. But if you replace the habit, it's a good chance that you won't go back to it because you'll go to that exercise. You'll go to that instead of it. So it'll be a habit replacement. Really powerful. Any other tips or strategies? Yeah. So, um, you can get a, an accountability software as well. Like that, that's one, um, tip is covenant eyes is a good one. And it just shares, uh, it, it shares with your accountability partner, what websites you've been looking at and it emails your accountability partner and shares that. So it's super good. It's like $15 a month, but it's so worth it. What's it called again? Covenant. Uh, Covenant eyes. Eyes. Got it. Yeah. That's uh, I could really like see how well that would work. Right. Because it creates almost a healthy uh, guilt or shame, right. That your accountability partner is now going to see what you've been browsing. Yeah. But this is a healthy one because it's going to help you get out of it because you don't want it. Right. We're human. We want to look good and we don't want to look bad. And that would make us look bad. <laughs> yeah, I get that. What else? Anything else? Um, what's yeah, really worked so for you? What really worked for me is, um, staying busy, simply staying busy. Like if you're bored all the time, or if you're bored a lot, that's an open door for the enemy. Like being bored is, is an open door for pornography. So I would say, you know, stay busy. Don't stay too busy, but like stay busy enough where you're not bored all the time because that's really an open door, you know? That's cool. Anything else? Um, yeah, those are the main things that helped. And, um, and then also, uh, one other tip is like when you're browsing the internet or when you're, when you're, um, you know, uh, on your phone or on your desktop or on your laptop, bring the bring it into a public place don't uh, don't go on your phone in your room because that could be a huge temptation a lot of guys like do it in their room or in the bathroom but when you don't bring your phone into the bathroom or in your room that's like that'll be that's a really helpful tip is just go to like your local starbucks and then just go on it there that's a that's a smart one i like that yeah for sure all right cool so tell us about the 30 day no porn challenge. What, what you have a webinar, right? So BC nation, you go to 30 day, no porn challenge.com. That's the number 30, 30 day, no porn challenge.com. Tell us about that, Aaron. What's the challenge? What do they get on this webinar? How's it going to help uh, someone who's struggling right now? Yeah. So I pretty much share just um, three secrets that I learned that, um, that really helped me quit pornography and stuff. And, uh, and it's, it's really powerful because I'll offer like a, uh, a community group with Facebook community group. I'll offer like a, uh, um, a video course to help people, uh, you know, overcome it, just get, cause you gotta have knowledge on it. You can't just like go into it blindly. So you gotta have knowledge and then community. So, um, so yeah, the 30, the webinar is just like, just to inspire you and to, to give you some practical tips on, uh, how to overcome it and three secrets, uh, to overcome it. And I share a lot of stories about people who have overcame it. So that's, I think that's powerful to hear other people who have overcame it and who have had victory over it for like years and years. So. Got it. Awesome. So BC Nation, I know exactly what you're thinking. You want me to ask Aaron right now, Aaron, those three secrets on the webinar, did you just share some of them right there or are you holding back on us? Yeah, no, I shared some of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did share some of them. Not all cool. of them. No. <laughs> which, which one are you holding back or do you not want to give it? Yeah, no, I'll give it. Yeah. Um, so the other tip is visualization. So like visualize success like that this is what like pro athletes do and like so many other people do uh, that successful people do is you visualize you overcoming it so visualize you being tempted and then visualize you overcoming it and it literally creates new pathways in the brain for success like it literally rewires the brain without even um, 
just by doing that, it rewires the brain. So, because because pornography makes makes uh, rewires the brain, and then uh, visualization does the opposite. Uh, it visual. It, um, so yeah, dude, that's a good one. I'm glad I asked. You were holding back <laughs> stuff, buddy. Don't be holding back the good stuff. Come on. Now. Is there anything else you're holding back? Uh, on it, um. Not really. That those are a lot. Those are really um, the main tips that I'm gonna share uh, on the webinar and stuff. So I like it, dude. And and listen, people are still gonna go to the webinar because they want to hear from you, right? Uh, and they want to hear your story. Like, and, and I'm just unpeeling a little bit of the onion here of your life and what God's done because we only have a short amount of time. So let's do a really quick recap, BC Nation. So we're speaking with Aaron Honer. He is 20 years old. He is a social media influencer uh, on YouTube. He's got a channel called How To's by Bros. He's, he has just under 200,000 subscribers. So young dudes are following this guy. He's got something to say. So God's really positioning him well to speak about what God has put on him as a calling for his life, which is to help other guys overcome porn addiction the way God has helped Aaron to overcome it. That does not mean that Aaron doesn't struggle, still struggle with it, right? He's still human. He's still flesh, right? And he struggles, but he's got systems and processes, tips and strategies that he shared with us on how he has created a workable situation where before it wasn't working, right? And you could do the same for yourself. So let's talk about that for a second. Here's the recap. So how do you overcome porn? Here's what Aaron has to say. He says, first, step one, tell someone that you have a problem with porn. Now, as a man, that is not an easy thing to do. I get it. But it's just all BS story. You either want freedom or you don't. And the pain of not telling someone or the pain of telling someone needs to be less than the pain of living in this prison you've created for yourself, the loneliness, the depression. I know some guys that have become suicidal over porn addiction. They literally are going to end their life because they got addicted to looking at girls on the internet. Like that's sad. That's horrific, right? So you're worth something. So tell someone about it. Tell them that you're struggling. And here's why it works. Because when you bring darkness into the light, it loses its power. That's why. And the enemy wants you to keep it as your own little secret, right? It's that movie, Lord of the Rings, Aaron, my precious, my precious, right? You know, let it go, man. It doesn't belong to you. It's consuming you. It's taking over. So step one, Aaron says, tell someone about it. Tell them that you're struggling. Step two, invite someone to be your accountability partner. Say, listen, this isn't an overnight struggle. This is something I struggle with on a regular basis. I really need someone to hold me accountable. Would you be willing to help me with this and coach me through this, right? And then step three, tell them over and over and over again every time you fall. Tell them every time you're struggling. Tell them, listen, I'm having a weak moment, you know, and know that they're not going to judge you. That's why they're, they're there for you and help them get you out of it. Be, they may say something like, hey, let's go out for a drink. Or, you know, meet up with me at the coffee shop. Like, get in your car right now. Just do it. Let's go. Right? And, and you're like, oh, thank goodness, man. Right? And, and you show up and boom, you spare yourself that misery. Step three, Aaron says, replace the habit with something you care about. Like working out. Like hit the gym. This is great for dudes, right? As guys, like when we use all our testosterone on the weights, guess what we don't have anything left of? right? To look at porn, right? We're so exhausted. Like you should be hitting your pillow at night exhausted because you just worked out rather than looking at porn and feeling completely emptied out. And there's a big difference there. All right. And then step four, Aaron says, is get accountability software. He recommends covenant eyes is a good one. And this actually sends uh, your accountability partner, your browsing history, so that they could check in with you and be like, dude, I saw on Tuesday, man, you went to the site, you know, what's going on? You know, how can I help you? Why didn't you text me? Why didn't you ask for help? So Aaron, really powerful. Step five, Aaron says is stay busy, not bored. If you're bored, it's because you're idle. You have nothing going on. The enemy is going to have a field day with you. Of course, you're going to look at porn. You got nothing else to look at. 
right? So stay busy, find a new habit, create a new habit, pick up a new hobby, right? Aaron's got a hobby. He, he does videos, how-to videos on YouTube, right? <laughs> and he's probably making a killing with it, right? He's making money off of this at 20 years old by staying busy. All right, step six, Aaron says, only use your phone in public places. Like that's a really smart thing, dude. Do not go into your, your bedroom with your phone. You're going to tempt yourself to look at porn or your laptop. Go to, the, go to a coffee shop instead. Go to a public place. Only use your phone in public. You're probably like 90-something percent less likely to look at porn if there's people around you overlook, looking over your shoulder. And then finally, step seven, Aaron says, visualize success. I think this is the most powerful of all the steps. That's why he was holding it back as one of the secrets, right? <laughs> that you'll get on his webinar. He was holding back the good stuff. But I reached in. I reached in and I grabbed that for you, BC Nation. Visualize success. And this isn't just an empty thing. I love the way you said this, Aaron. Visualize being tempted the next time you're being tempted. And then visualize yourself overcoming it. Like not falling. Like that creates new uh, paths uh, uh, in your brain, right? New neurotransmissions in your brain and it rewires your brain for success. And now you're telling your brain, go get me success. Where before, when you look at porn, you're telling your brain, go get me more porn. Go get me more loneliness. Go get me more depression. And your brain is not biased. It will get you whatever you request. So by visualizing it, Aaron is saying, you're telling it, go get me more of what I actually want. You know, freedom, freedom from the addiction. Aaron, those are game changers, bro. Awesome. Anything you want to add to those, man, before we wrap this up? Um, no, not really. But just uh, know that like, if you, um, if it's, if you don't overcome it right away, don't give up. Like, don't, um, you know, it's not easy. It, I'm not, it's not an easy battle, but, um, those are some tips and yeah, just try to, yeah. Good stuff, man. <laughs> so right there, BC nation, you have it. Aaron Honer's seven te uh, seven steps to freedom from porn addiction right there. Aaron create a program, dude. Like that's a, that's a program, man, right there. Seven yeah. steps to freedom, you know, from porn addiction by Aaron Honer. I mean, that's awesome stuff right there. All right, Aaron, let's get into my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the confession round. This is where I ask you uh, 12 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. It's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready, sir? Yes. All right, buddy. Aaron, what's your favorite sound? Um, worship music. <laughs> Got it. What's your least favorite sound? Um, farts. <laughs> I got that. Dude, I had a guest on the show. Her favorite sound was farts. <laughs> and that's your least. So I don't know what that is. Anyway, uh, what are you most afraid of? Um, not making an impact. Mm, I get that. Dude, at 20 years old, that God has given you that, like that's huge. People aren't even concerned about that in their 40s and 50s, bro. Like, so that's awesome, man. Keep pushing. And if you ever want coaching in this area, man, I can help you with this. All right. I can help you with all this stuff, the listening to God and everything. Awesome. Uh, next question, buddy. What did you spend way too much time doing? I was going to say in your twenties, but you just started that. What did you spend way too much time doing in your, your, the past five years? Overthinking. Mm, overthinking. I get that. What do you wish you had learned sooner about God? That he is, that in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Love that, buddy. What do you wish you were better at? Making webinars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So BC Nation, when you go to 30daynoportonchallenge.com for Aaron's webinar, don't judge him on the webinar production quality. You know, really just go there because he's got good content. He's going to help you get set free from this. Aaron, what dream are you secretly scared of pursuing? Hmm. I think going, going for like making this, um, making this pornography thing even bigger, this uh, fighting pornography. Got it. If you want my help, I'll help you with it because I think this is so needed in the world. What is the new habit you want to form? 
to listen, listen to God more. Got it. What's a bad habit you want to break? Mm. Overthinking again. <laughs> <laughs> That's really a bad trait to have for this confession round. Yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, pick three words to describe who you are now. Joyful, free, and selfless. <laughs> wow. BC Nation, if you want that, Aaron's your man. Aaron, pick three words to describe who you were before you experience God in your life. Depressed, lonely, and insecure. Yeah, get that. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died and tell your family and friends only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would say pursue Jesus. He's so worth it. Like he, he, he's worth it. Love it, buddy. And any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with God, Aaron, or breaking free from porn? Um, I think one thing is like, find joy in him. Like in, like I said, his presence is fullness of joy. And so whether that's like fellowshipping with other believers, or whether that's listening to worship music, be in his presence, and you'll be full of joy. And that'll help with your relationship with God and that'll, and then that'll help with uh, the pornography as well, because Jesus satisfies, like he, his presence is, is so awesome. Aaron, you're awesome, buddy. What's the best way for BC nation to get in touch with you? Probably my Instagram, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N underscore Honer, H-O-N-E-R. Got it. Aaron, thanks for joining us today. And I wish you God's peace, love, and joy. Thank you. I appreciate it, Joe. You got it, buddy. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.